Boom! What's going on, everyone? I am Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Skeel, and this is Toy Talk. Our series on what it takes to make a die-cast model car or truck continues with packaging. We have covered back in part one, die-casting and painting processes. In part two, plastic injection machine and vacuum metalizing process. In part three, wheels and tires. In part four, we talked about vacuum forming the window glass for our models. And in part five, we talked about headlights and other lights for our models. If you missed any of these parts, please go back to my channel and get caught up. Also, take a moment to like, subscribe, and ring that bell to get notified of all of my future videos. Also, I've got a great free resource for you. It's on resin versus diecast. It talks about what resin is, why resin is taking over the limited mass-produced market, and why we need to stop thinking in only terms of die-cast models and start adding resin models to our collections. Grab your totally free copy down in the link in the description below. Today, we're going to talk about manufacturing the blister packs, the hardboard package window sleeves, and the plastic display cases along with shipping cartons for our models. And we'll get to that as soon as we roll this intro. Now the big question is this. Do you want a unique toy collection that is the envy of all your friends and fellow collectors worldwide? If so, you have come to the right place to learn about all things diecast and resin. Follow along as I talk about the latest and greatest releases from the top manufacturers in the industry that will make your collection stand out from all the rest. My name is Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Skeel, and this is Toy Talk. We have all the parts that are needed to finish assembling our model car or truck. <laughs> now we're ready for assembly, right? <laughs> no, not even close. Before we can get to final assembly, we have to decide on our product packaging. <laughs> packaging is the final need to be addressed if our assembly line is to work smoothly from raw materials all the way up to the finished product. Now there are several ways to package our product. We can use a blister packaging to protect our product. What is blister packaging? Well, blister packaging is a type of packaging produced in a vacuum forming machine by heating a sheet of clear plastic to create a bubble, also known as a blister, that completely encloses our model. We can use a two-part blister that snaps together around our product. This blister design will completely encase the model and keep it from moving. This will protect the model from moving and breaking during shipment. This particular type of blister though requires having a window sleeve or a window box put around it. Advantage Diecast use this particular method to package their model trucks and get them to the customer's hands. Another choice is to use the plastic injection machine to make a hard plastic base and a clear plastic cover to go over our truck. <laughs> Thus creating, can you guess? Yes, this is a display case. Of course now our truck has to be secured to the base firmly, <laughs> which is usually done with screws. Again, we will need to make a hardboard window sleeve or a hardboard window box 
to protect the plastic display case. Now, Neo scale models use this particular method for their 164 scale trucks, and it works great. It shows off the trucks very well and protects them. Why do we need a window box or a window sleeve? Any guesses? Well, it's because of visibility. We are proud of the products that we've created, and we want our customers to see the model inside the plastic display case or in the plastic blister on the shelves. Also, pleasingly aesthetic packaging helps those customers to show off their models when they don't want to take them out of the package. Packaging begins with an artist concept of what the box should look like when it is finished. The artwork should convey to the customer a sense of trust in that company, that the company is selling them a quality product. The company logo should be incorporated in the artwork. Now, other pertinent data, such as licensing and or instructions, should also be printed on the hardboard packaging. This artwork is then sent on to the box manufacturer. First, printing plates are made for the press. Then, a die must be made to cut the box out of the hardboard stock. Next, a printing press prints the artwork onto the box. Then, it is sent on down to the die cutter, where the box is cut out of the hardboard stock. Finally, the flat, cut-out, hardboard box is sent on to a machine that glues and folds the box together. This gives us a finished box. Well, almost. If a plastic window is required for the box, that will be made and then glued into the box during that gluing process. Advantage Diecast began with the inner blister dimensions, and then they created a window box template from those dimensions. The artist then drew on the design onto that template, he colored it, and finally that artwork was sent on to the box manufacturer to be printed and cut out. And right here, this is what you can see is a picture of the artwork before it gets cut. That's something you don't get to see too often is the artwork before it is finished and cut out and sent to be folded. <laughs> While we're about boxes, I might as well go on and cover shipping containers since they need to be printed and made too. At the end of the assembly line, we need two different ones. We need the inner pack and we need the outer box. For example, the inner pack may contain six individual pieces, while the outer carton contains two inner packs, giving a total case pack of 12 pieces. Now the inner pack will protect the product better during transmit, while the outer pack carries the quantity that we want to sell to our distributors. The inner and outer cartons will have to have printed on shipping instructions, general information such as weight, size of the container, item number, and contents. And these will have to be printed on when they're made. These cardboard cartons will also require a design team to create a design that will precisely fit six pieces inside the inner pack and then another one that fits two inner packs in the outer carton. Packaging truly is a very precision art form. The cardboard boxes will then be made on a cardboard forming machine. It just seems that we can't get away from machines. So far, we have used millions and millions of dollars worth of machines, and we're not through with machines yet. There's still more to go. 
all of these boxes should be waiting at the end of the assembly line for the finished product to arrive. Once the finished assembled model reaches the packing station, it's placed inside the blister. Then this blister is put inside the window box. And next, the window box is put inside the inner pack. And then finally, the inner pack is placed inside the shipping carton. And now, our trucks are finally ready to be shipped out. <laughs> That's yet another story. If our product was made out of country, then we need to employ a import-export company. This company, such as UPS Worldwide Services, will receive the product, and then it will make sure it gets to its destination once it clears customs. But if our product was made in-country, then all the manufacturer has to do is arrange shipment from its facilities to the distributors and or its retailers. So you see, planes, ships, trucks, and even trains will carry our final product to its final destination. <laughs> Many toy manufacturers will use other methods in order to package their products, such as a blister glued to a hardboard hang card. Now this is something that Hot Wheels uses all the time. This is their favorite method of packing product. Another mass-producing toy manufacturer uses a blister, a hardboard card backer, and a plastic sheet. Then they heat seal the plastic sheet to the blister. This forms a very durable, waterproof packaging, and it is very hard to get the product out of. Greenlight is famous for this. They use it in pretty much all of their 164 scale products. A cardboard box with or without a plastic window, is often used by other mass-produced toy makers to package their products. Some of them will be attached to a plastic display base, such as 1/18th scale cars. Others will be attached to the bottom of the cardboard box, like Ertl did with their farm toys. To recap what we've talked about today, whatever cardboard box, blister pack, or window box, window sleeve, or plastic display case that is chosen to package the products. It must be made prior to the assembly of the products. Artwork and shipping information need to be printed on the hardboard box and on the shipping containers. You might say that packaging is as important as the assembled model is. After all, what good is a highly detailed model if we can't get it from the factory floor to the customer's hands? We now have all of our parts painted and ready for assembly. We have our packaging waiting at the end of the assembly line for our assembled models to come and be put in it. <laughs> now, we are finally ready to begin assembling our models. And we'll get to that in part seven on next Thursday. So stay tuned. And please grab my free report on resin versus diecast. It will tell you what resin is, why resin is taking over the limited mass-produced model market, and why we need to stop thinking of only die-cast models and start adding resin models to our collections. They really are the future. Grab your totally free copy down at the link in the description below. And as always, please like, comment, subscribe, and ring that bell in order to get notified of all of my videos. And if you know anyone who would enjoy this topic, please go on and share it with them. I'd really appreciate it. This is Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Skill, and this is Toy Talk.